Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Nobody wins unless everybody wins. This is your time. We're in this game. Let's do that hockey. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Line Change, the brand new hockey betting podcast from the Action Network. I'm your host, Michael Leboff, and every Tuesday and Thursday morning, I will be joined by the professional NHL better known in the industry as So Money Sports, and the two of us will break down the upcoming NHL slates, share some of our favorite bets as we grind through another NHL season. I'm happy to bring in my friend, So Money Sports, and So Money since this is our maiden episode, we should kick things off with a bang and give out a Stanley Cup future that we both like at the moment. And since I know which team you are going with, and it makes me quite pleased, I cede the floor to you. Thank you, Michael. Let's get into it. So the future that I know when we were talking about this, it was going to make you happy, was the New York Islanders. At this point of the season, uh, when I want a better future, I'm looking for something that is a significant long shot. And I think that I have that with the Islanders. Now, we know what the Islanders can do based on the last couple of seasons, but now they've run into injuries. They've run into a COVID situation. They started the season on a 13-game road trip combined with um, some uncharacteristic poor defensive play that we saw earlier in the season, which has currently landed them near the bottom of the league, and I believe the Canucks have two points more than the Islanders, if I'm not mistaken. Um, now, I do have confidence that um, they can't turn it around. A couple of things here. I trust Barry Trotz immensely to rectify um, any defensive issues, and also um, Sorokin has developed into an elite goaltender now. He's the number one there. There should be no doubt about that, I hope. Combine that with um, with more home games coming up, the team just getting healthier. The Islanders um, are primed to go on a run here. I actually wrote an article today. Uh, it's on the Action Network website about four teams that I think have some value in the future market. Uh, one was the Bruins at sixteen to one, but that's way too short to give out right now. The other was the one. Another one was the Islanders. Uh, they're between some FanDuel has them at 24 to one Superbook has them at 80 to one. Uh, oh. I think most, yeah, most books have them at 50 to one. Make sure to, to shop for the best number. If you are going in there. Uh, another one I, I thought was interesting. Obviously you have to be completely crazy to do it with the Kraken. They're triple digits, uh, but I, they are showing some signs that they are a better team than their record shows. They just need their goaltending to stabilize. But the other team, the team that I'm going to highlight 
is the Dallas Stars. Uh, they're 50 right. to one. And like the Islanders, this is a strong defensive team, a team that's built from the back to the front. But they do have some offensive prowess. Uh, we saw it with Robertson, the Robertson-Pavelski line last year. Rupe Hintz uh, turned into a top-line center. Uh, Denis Gurionov, he, he's a great decoration uh, for the team. He's a guy who, who should be scoring 20 goals. Um, and obviously, we know what they could do on the back end with uh, guys like Miro Heiskanen. So I think this team, uh, they have to beat out teams like Seattle, Nashville, maybe Winnipeg, um, St. Louis, uh, and San Jose, basically, or the California teams to get the last wild card spot. And I think they can do it. So I think 50 to one, like, like we both said, these are long shots for a reason. Uh, but Dallas is the type of team that if they get into the tournament, they are, are going to be a tough out, just like the Islanders. Uh, with those two picks out of the way, we will dive into Tuesday night's slate. Uh, and we're going to start it off with our favorite underdog of the night. I'll let you go first. Um, so, Manny, tell the folks listening what your favorite underdog bet for Tuesday, November 30th is. So um, it's it's a slight underdog, but I do feel that throughout the throughout the day, um, the the line should get a little bit higher, um, and that's on the Anaheim Ducks. Um, so they're playing the Kings tomorrow. A couple of teams who I have um, evenly matched uh, for the most part, with the difference being that the Ducks are trending better offensively lately. Um, I'm expecting a Gibson quick matchup here. Um, and, and of course, both of them are having um, huge bounce back seasons. Um, the reason why you would want to wait right now to put this in and the line should get better is that um, Drew, Drew Doughty should be in the lineup for the Kings tomorrow. Um, and once that confirmation comes through, either in the morning or um, or or during warm up, um, we'll get a better number on the Ducks um, right now. Um, at plus 110 um i still like them at plus 110 just because i think that this is a even matchup um but um then there will be a better number on the ducks yeah anaheim uh they've been surprising but their number's been good and like you said john gibson has had uh the bounce back season last year i bet him to win the heart trophy uh so i was a year early on the bounce back season uh with with gibson unfortunately and, and Dallas Akins, the head coach, he was basically the only coach in the Pacific division. I didn't bet to win the Jack Adams. So that's going to, that's going to, that's going to look good for me uh, at the end of the season. Uh, my favorite underdog. Uh, I like the Detroit Red Wings. They're, they're big price right now. Uh, they're North of plus 200 at some shops. Some have them at uh, between plus 180 and plus 190. Brad Marchand has been suspended for the Bruins um, and Linus Allmark will start in goal for Boston. So uh, for a team like Boston, which yeah, they're a great team. Like I just said, I, I do like them as a p- potential Stanley Cup bet. So I like them over the long term. But in a single game sample, I don't know if they just have the ability, um, the depth scoring to get the margin needed when you're going to be lay, laying a big price uh, against a team like Detroit, who has been good this season. Uh, they're averaging two and a half, over two and a half expected goals for, and just under two and a half expected goals against this season. So they're playing some pretty high event hockey, uh, but they have the finishers to be able to come out on top of uh, some of these matchups. Their goaltending has been pretty strong with uh, Alex Nedeljkovic and Thomas Grice. So whoever's starting there, uh, I think that Nedeljkovic is the better goaltender, but it's the, the margin between the two of them isn't so big that uh, them starting Grice would, would keep me away. So yeah, I like the, the Red Wings there. Plus 180 or better for me. Uh, and, and I'll take a shot uh, on Detroit in that original six matchup. That's a 7 p.m. puck drop in uh, Boston. All right. Uh, for the rest of the board, uh, we'll, we'll run it down. Let's start with uh, probably, the, I would say, the marquee matchup of the night. Washington visiting Florida. Washington plus 120 underdogs. The Florida Panthers minus 140 at the moment. The over-under set at six. Uh, I lean towards Washington at this number. 
Sergey Bobrovsky has been confirmed as a starter for Florida and talk about bounce back seasons. I don't think anyone's having a bigger bounce back season and a more surprising one than him, but I still think Washington's process looks really good right now. They're, they're above 50% in expected goals. They're not a team that you relate to great advanced metrics. They're a team that usually can outscore them with individual talent. But if you put good process with great talent together, you're going to have a contender. This is a good recipe for a team. And yes, Florida has been really good, but I think this number could go up as well. So at the moment I lean towards Washington, but I'll wait to see if I can get a better number there. So Muddy, what do you like in this one? I do agree with you. Um, there's some value on the caps here. A couple of things to uh, look out for in this game is that I do expect uh, TJ Oshu to be in the lineup. And the other thing too is um, if they're going to start as Samson off in goal, he is the better goalie there. I think that um, he should have, he should have the number one spot there, but Sometimes it just, it, for whatever reason, it, it just takes longer sometimes in the NHL for for these guys to, um, whether it be coaching or whatever it is, it just takes a little bit longer for these guys to get their get their number one role in. Um, so I, I would watch out for that. Um, with the Panthers, even without Barkov and um, and Duclair, um, I still need a little bit more to get on the caps. Um, so for now, I will be passing on the side um, and I'll be also passing on the total as well. Um, originally, I would have looked under here um, just because Bobrovsky is an under goalie now. And um, and if, if this is matched up with, with Samsonov, however, lately the Panthers are trending a little poorly defensively for me right now. So I would lay off um, on that game at the current price. All right, uh, let's move on to uh, San Jose. They're visiting New Jersey. San Jose plus 105 on the road. Uh, the Devils coming back minus 125 at the moment. The over-under set at five and a half. Uh, an interesting note here, the Sharks closed uh, at plus 100 against Chicago uh, the other night on the road. And I think the Devils are a better team than Chicago. So I was thinking that this number would probably be a little bit higher. It isn't. So I actually don't mind laying the minus 125 here with the Devils. I don't think I would go below that um, at all. The, the Devils, look, the, this team is... Better than I expected. I thought they caught a little bit too much hype coming into uh, the season, but the offense has been really good. They're uh, second in high danger chances for uh, per 60 minutes at five and five at the moment. Dougie Hamilton has been dominant when he's been on the ice the past couple of nights. So I think New Jersey, uh, as long as Mackenzie Blackwood is starting, I think that they're worth a bet here. I don't mind laying the uh, minus 125, maybe minus 130 at the very most. Uh, what do you have for this one? So this is another game that I'm going to pass on. A um, couple of conflicting things here for me. So um, Jason Reimer is obviously having a great season right now. I keep uh, I keep waiting for him to um, kind of get to where I think he is. But sometimes in like one-year samples with goalies, sometimes it just doesn't happen. And he could just run the table on the, on, on the whole season. So um, even though I do expect him to regress, it's not something that I'm holding my breath on right now. Um, with the Devils, um, I, I think that it's that it's priced fairly. Uh, the Devils being at home, I think that that is that is where they should be. Um, with um, especially with Blackwood, um, it it would change if um, Blackwood is not starting. In that case, I would show a slight edge on the Sharks, but um, I don't see that to be the case. So at this point, um, it would be um, either small on the Devils or pass altogether. All right, and then we'll move on to uh, a 
really terrible, terrible game. Arizona plus 280 underdogs taking on the Minnesota Wild uh, coming back minus 360, uh, a hockey game. This Remember, this is a minus 360 in a hockey game. If you're laying minus 360 in a one-game NHL uh, sample size, uh, you know, more power to you, I guess. God bless you. Uh, and the over-under sitting at six. It's the APM uh, puck drop. The Wilds, another for the second straight year, have been much better than I thought they would. Um, I keep looking at the talent level on this team and thinking that they just won't be able to, even if their underlying metrics are good, they won't be able to play up to them. Uh, that's not been the case. Uh, right now, they're sixth in high danger chance percentage, fourth in expected goals percentage, and fourth in expected goals against per 60. Uh, and we know the Arizona Coyotes are terrible. And not only are they terrible, they're on a back-to-back here. Uh, if this number gets out of hand, like goes above three to one, I might play the Coyotes. Uh, and just hope that <laughs> they get extremely, extremely lucky. But for right now, uh, it's a pass for me. Yeah, I mean, I completely agree with everything you're saying. Um, Wedgwood gives them a better chance um, to to win a game, um, and he's and he should be the starter tomorrow. Now, with the with the Wild, they're just one of those teams that I I just can't get right. Um, I if I if I bet against the Wild tomorrow, they're gonna score nine goals. So um, it's a it's it, it's a game I'm gonna pass. Um, in fact, um, probably all Wild games in the near future, I'm gonna pass as well. Um, <laughs> just until I feel like I can get a better handle on them. But um, yeah, I, I I just can't get that team right. Yeah, I wish I had the uh, the self control you had because I I can't sit out their games for some reason. I I just for some reason think that this is going to be the one uh, where I get it right. Uh, all right, let's move on to maybe a team that uh, we have a little bit better feel for the Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh, they're plus one thirty five uh, traveling to Nashville to take on the Predators, who are minus one fifty five. The over under set at f- uh, five and a half eight p.m. Uh, puck drop. Both these teams have very similar underlying metrics. They're both just under fifty percent uh, expected goals. But and they, and they win games the same way, right? They 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 are teams that have goaltenders who can steal a game or at least keep their teams who lack scoring talent in games, drag them in deep into the third period, maybe keep it at two one or three two, and give their chance uh, their team a chance to steal one. Uh, that's Elvis Merzlikens and Yusuf Saros. Uh, it looks like we might see David Riddich tomorrow for Nashville. Not totally sure if that's the case. I really like the Jackets at this number. Uh, even if if Saros plays, I think. Uh, I think I'm going to take a shot here with, with Columbus plus 130 or better. Um, but I'm going to see if, if, if Riddich does come in, see where this number goes, or if Saros, excuse me, does start, see where this number goes, because it could could shoot up a bit um, on the Jackets. But it's Blue Jackets for me at plus 135 or better right now. Yeah, I'm, I, I, I do tend to see the see it the same way. Um, I do I do think that Saros is going to start. Um, a Saros-Merzlikens matchup uh, would make me look over, but I think that that the market has uh, completely caught up to Elvis now with his outstanding pads. Um, I think that uh, um, it's, it's just going to be juiced out of range for me tomorrow on the under. And so I'll, I'll pass on the under. I would play Columbus. Um, the only issue I'm having with Columbus right now is that um, even though they're, they're trending pretty good offensively lately, um, they've been pretty leaky on the on the on, on the back end as well. So um, that's another game I'll be passing. Um, I do think it's Columbus or nothing. And if for whatever reason um, the uh, the under the the over gets bet tomorrow, um, I I will be looking at the at the under depending on the price. We'll move on to uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning taking a trip to St. Louis. Uh, this game is a pick minus one ten minus one ten. The over under five and a half. 
It's an 8 p.m. puck drop uh, in St. Louis. The Bolts are the second best uh, expected goals team on defense uh, and third best at preventing high danger chances. This is something I think uh, hockey betters have been in on for a long time is that the Tampa Bay Lightning, as prolific as they are going forward, their best strength is their their spine, right? Their, their goaltending and their defensive play. They're really, really good at keeping teams to the outside and giving Andre Vasilevsky every chance he can to to win a game on his own if he needs to, or to at least keep them in one uh, when they when they are scoring. And he's obviously one of the best goalies in the world, if not the best. Uh, I, I like Tampa Bay at this number, I think. A minus 110 is good enough for me. Is The Blues are, when they won the Stanley Cup, were similar, right? They were such a good defensive team, but we've seen the past two years, they've gotten a little leaky on defense. They're in the bottom 10 in both expected goals against and high danger chances against. So I think this is a pretty good matchup uh, for Tampa Bay's uh, defense and and I think that even without players like Kucherov and Point, they should be able to score against the Blues. So I'll take a shot at Tampa Bay, minus 120 or better on the road. Uh, what about you? Slight disagreement there. Um, so with say, with with Tampa Bay, I've been betting their unders all season. And with that, I've had some heartbreaking losses on the on the under, but the profile as, as an under team. That being said, they are stringing wins together, but it's most notably been on the back of the great Andre Vasilevsky, of course. What I am finding about the, about Tampa Bay um, lately is that I see them trending a little bit downward offensively, and even their defense hasn't been great. Um, and I'm and I'm speaking about the last few games here. And they're running into a St. Louis team right now who I have on an upward trajectory right now. I do expect uh, David Perron to be playing tomorrow. Bennington should get the start, and he's been... He's been great all season. So the price on the Blues is a little short. I'm always hesitant to bet against Vasilevsky. It's not something you want to make a habit of. But um, in this case, I think that I will be showing an edge on the Blues. And um, and the other play I'll be considering is of course is of course the under, depending on the price. If I can if I can get a plus money under there, um, that will be something that I'll be entertaining. Yeah, the unders with the lightning are always fun because John Cooper uh, was one of, I guess, one of the first coaches to really start pulling his goalie uh, early, yeah. early in games. You know, seven, seven minutes left in a 3-1 game. Next thing you know, it's 8-3. We'll never forget that uh, first game against the Penguins. That was yeah. something. Yeah, way to kick off the betting season there, John. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, we'll head south. Carolina, minus 110 against Dallas, minus 110. This is a COVID situation for Carolina. I think otherwise you'd see them uh, as slight favorites. But as we saw with the Islanders, this thing is going to just trickle into teams. And next thing you know, uh, you're going to see like two or three more guys. And then the next day will be two more, three more guys added to the list. Uh, and the league obviously has been pretty slow with, with teams to postpone games. So at the moment, I don't see any, any value on this game because I would bet Carolina if there was a chance that these players came back or maybe they were false positives, but you can't really bet on that right now. Uh, and the Stars, they've been playing pretty well. Everyone was getting on Rick Bonus's case about a week and a half ago when he uh, healthy scratched uh, one of his players who was supposed to be playing. He like just bought uh, a bunch of tickets for his family to play against the the Wild in Minnesota. Everyone wanted him to lose his job, and what did the t- and they thought the team would quit on him. What did they do? They go ahead and I like, think win like three or four in a row. Uh, their defense, like I was saying off the top, like this is a team that that plays very very responsibly, very pragmatically. They know that their scoring talent maybe isn't up there with teams like Carolina. Um, and they'll rely on their structure to win them games. And uh, if Jake Ottinger has been really good in goal uh, since he started to, to play. Obviously, we know Dallas has four goaltending options. Right now, Ottinger is the goalie du jour. He's near four goals saved above expected, I believe, in five starts. I'm going to stay away for now. If this number 
shoots towards the, the Hurricanes. I think I would play Dallas plus 110 or better. Uh, but that's the only way I'll look. Uh, what about you? I would agree. I think COVID situations are a, a little bit tricky. Um, what I what we did see from Carolina is they made a couple of transactions today. They they called up a couple of defensemen from their from their farm team, which does lead me to believe that um, that those uh, COVID tests are not um, are are positives, and um, they will be missing on um, on defense tomorrow, especially especially the right side of that defense. So I do think that Carolina should have guys missing tomorrow. Um, that's something that um, we would need to monitor in the in, in the morning. But anything plus money on Dallas in this game, assuming that we're getting Ottinger in there, um, that would get me on the stars. That is a, an 8.30 p.m. puck drop. The last game we already touched on, you like the Ducks uh, in L.A. I like the Ducks in L.A. as long as the goaltending matchup uh, shakes up correctly. So we'll move on to the uh, last portion of the program. Our favorite bet for the evening. Top shelf where mama hides the cookies. I'll go first. I like the Blue Jackets in Nashville, plus 135. There's really not that much that separates these two teams. And I think Elvis Merzlikens is a goaltender who can stay with Usaros, which is, you know, there aren't many goalies in the league who you can say that about. So I'll take Columbus plus 135 at the moment. Anything uh, in that range or better for me, uh, go Blue Jackets, go Brad Larson, and uh, hopefully they pull off the upset in Smashville. What is your favorite bet? Uh, for Tuesday evening? My favorite bet right now, and we just touched on this, assuming that the COVID situation um, plays out would be uh, would be the Dallas Stars. Like you mentioned, they've been playing great right now. And like those wins, um, they haven't been cheap wins. They beat Colorado, they beat the Blues, they beat the Oilers. This team is trending up. Um, however, um, I do need to see Ottinger in net. So if he's in net, I will be playing Dallas. Um, we should get them at plus money by tomorrow, and that, that'll be my bet. Lovely. Go Stars, go Blue Jackets, and go Red Wings also. Maybe they can pull the upset for me. Uh, that would be a great way to kick off Line Change, our new hockey betting podcast. And we thank you for listening. I do need to ask a favor of you, dear listener, as a brand new podcast. We need to do everything we can to raise our profile. And the best way to do that is, and stop me if you've heard this before, ask you to rate, review, and subscribe to Line Change wherever you listen to your shows as we begin this journey together. And we will see you again on Thursday morning. So for Someone Money Sports, I'm Michael Leboff. Thank you for listening.